Let's take off, baby. Let's just drive, honey, into the night sky, to the sunset shine, into the day, baby. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go. This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. You've heard of glamping, unique accommodations, and natural surroundings, but now you can elevate that experience literally at a luxury treehouse resort. Mission Point Resort has undergone a multi-million dollar facelift, and you can take it all in this season. For a trifecta travel experience, bring the family to the Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation, Greenfield Village, and the Ford Rouge Factory Tour in Dearborn. And no joke, you can learn how to be a comedian in Grand Rapids. We travel Michigan next, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, and I'm happy to be back with you again this week as we get to explore the wonderful things all around the place that we call Pure Michigan. And this is going to be a great show, so I really encourage you to stick around, tune in, and get some great travel ideas. And we're going to start out by heading to the Ionia area. This sounds really different. Basically, if you liked tree houses as a kid, I think you're going to love hearing that uh, as an adult, you're going to have an opportunity to be in a tree house. So let's, uh, let's talk to Brian Coates. Brian is owner of a company called Tree Vistas in Ionia. Brian, thanks for joining us today. Hey, hello, Dave. It's great to be with you and uh, all the listeners. You bet. Appreciate uh, the opportunity. Well, what a, what a cool thing. Um, uh, we were just looking over the website, treevistas.com, and it sounds like you have a really cool thing going there. Tell us about Tree Vistas. Well, Tree Vistas is a treehouse resort in Ionia, Michigan, as you mentioned, which is about 40 miles northwest of Lansing and about 40 minutes uh, east of uh, downtown Grand Rapids. We did open, or just open, in August of 2022. Nice. Uh, how'd you how'd you get started with this idea? You know, people know about glamping. You know, where you go to these really, you know, really luxurious like tent sites or or cabins or whatever. But this sounds very similar. But it sounds like you're kind of up in the up in the uh, trees, so to speak. Yeah, Trevis has started, um, like some businesses do, all on a paper napkin over a lunch. You know, a good friend came with an idea uh, to build a family cabin on his family property in Ionia, which over time evolved into a treehouse and then into a treehouse resort property. And, and the vision really at the time was to create uh, some really unique naturalistic experience for our guests to allow them to really reconnect with nature and just uh, get away from the busyness of life. But we wanted the experience to really feel like people were truly enjoying a pure Michigan experience, and that's really a, just a private getaway with a custom-built treehouse uh, nestled on six acres of property in Ionia. This sounds so unique. Um, so, so tell me, when you when you come to to your Tree Vista tree house, uh, is it literally in a tree or up on stands, or uh, how does that work? You know, it, it, we currently we do have one treehouse. It is called Winding Springs, and it is up in the trees. It's, you know, 13 feet above the ground and stream that are below it. It is 
not like you said, like our normal treehouse we had is growing up. It's a 508 square foot um, treehouse with 100 feet of decking around it. And truly, you are in the trees. It is built around nine trees, so it has a very unique architecture and character to it. And it, it really features expansive windows to bring in the nature, but it's not like our normal treehouse, as you said, uh, growing up. It ha- it's fully equipped with AC and heat. It has water and a shower, TVs, Wi-Fi, and a fridge. You know, it sleeps up to six people, so it's uh, it's quite uh, quite a quite a sight and an enjoyment for our guests. Well, you know, as uh, we have been now uh, getting to that place where we're doing things in real time and space, not just virtually. It seems like uh, everything's getting really, really busy again. And I, I think people do need a little break, a little relaxation, something different. So this sounds like you might be providing just that uh, relief that people are looking for. Yeah, we feel we do. We really wanted to have that experience, that that resort feel and something different, uh, which is why we really equipped the property with, with trail lighting and signs around the six acres. So people did feel that, that resort feel. And the cool thing about the property really is the Fred Meyer Trail, which goes through the property, and if you're familiar with that, that's oh, yeah. over 100 miles of, of trail um, that runs through the property. And then the Grand River on the southern border of the property um, is, a, is a really nice feature to, that gives us that kind of resort feel. That's nice. So is this a single unit, or do you have multiple units? Right now we have one treehouse called Winding Springs, and uh, hopefully uh, you know, it'll be up to our guests to tell us uh, about more, but we've had a lot of interest in and, and building more in the future, and our guests are excited about that opportunity. And we're just kind of taking it right now, one step at a time, and, and gathering a lot of feedback from our guests on what truly can make this the, the best experience for them. So we're very focused on that right now. Oh, it's a smart way to go. Um, so is this generally for like a single night, like two nights, or are you expecting people to stay for like a full week or so? You know, we, we allow bookings up to a week, so six nights. Uh, most um, have varied between one and two and three nights so far, and that's been a uh, seems to be a great experience for, for folks to get away, just enough to get away and, and, and kind of capture the uniqueness of the property, and uh, we've gotten great reviews of that so far. I bet. Well, I could just see just staying there. Is there something else you can do in the area if you don't want to just stay right there at the treehouse? You know, we truly feel this is something for everyone, whether you want to relax and just enjoy the treehouse, or for those that truly desire more activity and adventure, there's yard games. There's the tri- trail I mentioned for the runners and hikers and bikers. And with the Grand River, uh, the fishing, and kayak, and canoeing opportunities for everybody. We do have grilling and campfires throughout the property to do that. And for kids, don't forget about the kids. We have a scavenger hunt throughout the property and lawn games and things for them to do um, to enjoy uh, as they get out and enjoy their time with their families, too. So. We truly hope that folks will, will, will give us an opportunity to, uh, to visit. Well, as uh, spring starts to get into gear, I know people are looking for ways to get back outside. Just, uh, boy, I could just see sitting up there in the canopy of the trees on that deck and listening and watching the birds in the trees since you're going to be up in the treetops. Sounds like a, a great place just to kind of sit back, relax, read a book. I, I'm looking forward to checking it out, and everybody else should check it out as well. The website is treevistas.com, and you'll get an idea of what that 500-square-foot piece of property looks like. I'd like to thank Brian Coates for being with us today, and again, send you to that website, treevistas.com. We're going to check out something totally different, the Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation. We're heading to Dearborn next, right here on Travel Michigan. 
where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, and we are exploring the great state of Michigan here today, as we like to do at this time every week. We always encourage you to go to michigan.org to find out more. We say your trip begins at michigan.org, and that's the place where you should be exploring things and then getting out there and finding out the, about the beauty and the uniqueness of Michigan, the fact that this state has always been an innovative state, the place of innovators, where uh, so much of the American story has started and has grown. And of course, the, one of the best uh, examples of that is a man uh, that we've all come to know by the name of Henry Ford, so influential in so many ways. There is the Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation, where they really, really demonstrate innovation from America every day. And then there are all these other cool things that you can enjoy when you visit Dearborn. So let's find out about that. Cynthia Jones is the director of Henry Ford's Museum of American Innovation. Is that your title, Cynthia, director? Yes. Uh, so I am the director of Museum Experiences and Engagement. Ah, nice. I get to think about awesome exhibitions, the daily programs, but also, more importantly, how we're actually inviting and encouraging folks to engage with us. Yeah, that that's cool. And, and you know, it makes so much sense that you're doing what you're doing because there are so many things to experience at the Henry Ford. You, I don't think anybody can do it in a full day and really get the experience uh, that, that they, they should uh, enjoy when they visit. You know, I always tell people, if you only have a day, then make the most of it. But what you really need is a lifetime to explore us. Uh, but, you know, at least a day and a half, two days to come in and really enjoy all that Dearborn has to offer, not just the Henry Ford, but there's so much around the Henry Ford as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, my family, we visited twice as a, a group, and we've been there for the entire weekend both times. And there were several years between those visits, and it was almost as though we were seeing a new museum because there were so many new exhibits there all the time. Can you tell us about the the exhibits that are there all the time to get a feel for them and then maybe touch on some of the new exhibits that we can look for this spring and summer. Sure, absolutely. So Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation, we really pride ourselves on having um, all these amazing stories of innovators, not just mobility. So I think folks expect to come and learn Henry Ford's story about his innovation, you know, the Model A, the Model T, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we, of course, have that, but we also have so much more. We have, um, you know, all sorts of things about American racing, race car driving. Uh, that one just opened uh, two years ago, so it's still very fresh, and we're always adding to our exhibitions and displays, as you said, uh, so folks can get hands-on with racing. They can try out what it's like to do a NASCAR pit crew stop, change the tires, et cetera. Um, and then, of course, in our mobility area, we also have Driving America, which is really how vehicles changed our world. Mm -hmm. So everything from a Texaco gas station to um, early motel rooms, a Holiday Inn room that you can reminisce around, 
We also have amazing trains, including um, for the little ones in your family, a Lionel display. So you can see all of the things up and running and working. You can also climb into the cab of a massive Allegheny locomotive. It's just huge. And then we also have things about flying. So getting up in the air from the Wright brothers and their groundbreaking, very short flight all the way through, you know, what was it like to be on a DC-3 and go around the world for the first time as a traveler? And then we also have these great things where you're thinking about how your everyday world is made. So the things that we purchase and buy, how they're made, you can experience with that. And then you can also experience how we live through furniture and, and household goods. You know, that's that's a really unique thing, too, Cynthia. You know, a lot of museums have these really iconic, you know, big things. But I don't know many of them that really thought of, you know, that evolution of the everyday life and how those items that are in everyday from the past are still with us, but they look different. They do different things uh, in addition to what they originally did. It's a really cool exhibit. You know, I really love that. And and for this summer, you know, you you mentioned we always have changing exhibitions in the museum. That's absolutely true. It's it's always a fresh experience every season. And it, one of the things we're really keying in on this summer is about how we cook and how our kitchens are. Uh, so we have a permanent exhibition of, of Kitchens Through Time, which is really, really fun to listen to guests talk about, oh, my gosh, my grandmother had that, hmm. or, oh, I wonder what it would be like to cook over that type of stove. Right. Um, you know, and, and so it's interesting because it is the everyday. That, that's really cool. Well, you do keep it fresh all the time. That's our motto at Pure Michigan, keep it fresh. Love that idea. You know, you mentioned the, is it the Allegheny train? Uh, That is so impressive. But one of the things I love about Greenfield Village, which is, again, open for the season, uh, it it offers you an opportunity to actually be in a train. It absolutely does. You know, so little known fact, I actually started at Greenfield Village working on our steam locomotive. Hmm. So I have a real love of our steam operation. It's it's so unique. It's it's such an interesting piece because you can experience our roundhouse operations and how we maintain those locomotives, but then you can hop on board and you can ride around Greenfield Village and really experience what it was like. What does it smell like? What does it sound like? I mean, these steam locomotives, to me, they're almost living beings. It's so interesting. Yeah, it's just one of the many attractions at Greenfield Village. What was the idea uh, that Henry Ford had and those that followed him about Greenfield Village? Why was it developed? You know, so Greenfield Village really developed as Henry was thinking about the fact that American life was changing very quickly, in part from his innovations, right? So we were moving and and experiencing the world differently as we rode around in our Model Ts. But what he started to be worried about was that some of that learning by doing, some of that physical hands-on and appreciation of history as it was lived might be being lost. So he started collecting very important buildings, whether it was the Wright Brothers' home and workshop, uh, the Heinz house where ketchup was created, Noah Wetter's house where the American Dictionary was written. And he started bringing those buildings together into this place that he created, Greenfield Village. So they're the actual authentic buildings. And what he did was he actually opened them as a school first. 
and then folks wanted to come and tour. It's, that's really neat. Well, and, and that is, you could, again, spend days at Greenfield Village. Uh, what's the schedule at this time of the year? So in the spring season, Greenfield Village is open Wednesdays through Sundays for uh, all of our guests. And then Monday and Tuesday, if you have a membership to the Henry Ford, you can actually also come and walk the village. Um, but full operations in the spring, Wednesday through Sunday, Starting uh, with Father's Day weekend there in June, June 17th, will be open seven days a week for the summer season. Now, oh, neat. Uh, Cynthia, what can you tell us about the Rouge Factory Tour that starts at the Henry Ford and then goes over to the Ford plant? Sure, absolutely. So the Rouge Tour is a don't miss. If you're coming to the Detroit area for the first time or for the hundredth time, if you have not seen today's manufacturing, you need to see it. So at the factory tour, you'll see actual F-150s being built. You also get to discover the brand new hybrid trucks. So our conventional gas engines are hybrids. You'll also get to see and understand the battery technology for the new Ford electric lightning trucks. And I think that really speaks to so much change that's happening in the industry, and you'll get to see it firsthand. Fantastic. It is a one-of-a-kind experience, even though it's a three kinds of experience opportunity between the Henry Ford Museum of American Innovation, Greenfield Village, and the Rouge Ford Factory Tour. Truly spectacular. Can't say enough about it. It's uh, one of the reasons why it, uh, it is our number one attraction in Michigan. So check it out. The website is the Henry Ford. Org. If you've never been there, you're going to want to go, and then you're going to want to go back. TheHenryFord.org. Thanks to Cynthia Jones for joining us today. We're going to head up to Mackinac Island now to find out what's happening at Mission Point on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. You know what just just happened? I mean, this is this is one of those signs of spring that I look forward to. There are a couple of things. I look for like tulip time, and then I look for the official opening of the season of Mackinac Island. And some people might be a little surprised to know that you can go to the island at other times of the year, but this is kind of the beginning of the season. So let's uh, let's talk to Liz Ware. She is Vice President of Sales and Marketing with Mission Point Resort on Mackinac Island. Liz, you were so kind to invite me up this past winter. So to Mission Point in the wintertime, it was a, a unique opportunity, and it was so cool not only to see the beauty of Mackinac Island at wintertime, but to see this impressive, this impressive, I, I can't even call it a renovation. Uh, it's just, you, you're doing so much at Mission Point to make the experience even better. So impressive. Well, Dave, hello. And it is that time of the year when the island is open. And we are so excited um, to have had you and to have you back to see the wonderful renovations we are doing here at Mission Point. You know, I wish it was uh, more possible uh, in a bigger way to have people up in the wintertime because it really was a really unique time to see the island. But, of course, not much is open. But here we are. The season has started for Mackinac Island. It's time to head back. It's time to really enjoy this very unique experience. How do you explain Mackinac Island, the entire island, 
experience to people who have never been there before? You know, Mackinac Island is just this magical place. I actually moved from downtown Chicago to Mackinac Island because I loved it so much. You get to the island, I think the first part is getting on a ferry and just arriving on the island and you leave everything behind and you're surrounded by beautiful crystal clear blue water and then you see um, the fort and the walls and then you see all of the cottages and the boats in the harbor and the horses and then you hear all the laughter of everyone and you just fall in love with it, as did I. Yeah, that's how I feel. Well, that kind of nostalgic feel that that you always have. You you see so many things from the beautiful homes uh, to the obviously horse and buggies and all that. Just you know brings you back to a really really interesting time, and a time that I don't know if most people really experienced it because back then, this must have been a really you know high end experience for those steam line uh guests and those people coming by train must have been really interesting you know i have looked through dozens and dozens of pictures of of when there were a lot of steamers coming in and a lot of people you know going around and it was a little bit tougher they didn't have as many niceties as we do now like asphalt roads um but nonetheless it was a great you know, great. And, and now we're starting to see those ships coming back in, yeah, which is fun. very exciting. It is cool. Well, you know, as you, as you walk around Mission Point Resort, as I did uh, a little while ago and love to do, you do offer these little glimpses of what the Mission Point Resort looked like. And now after these really impressive renovations you've made to the main lobby and to the restaurant and such, there are going to be other ways for people to say, well, it was this, but look how much better it is today. Tell us about these really cool renovations that you've made? Well, this has been a long time coming, and we're very excited about it. Um, We gathered a lot of feedback from guests to, to ask them what they would like to see in the lobby. And basically what we heard from the feedback was we want it to be a living room, like a place to come and hang out light and cheery and um so we took all of that feedback and then we looked at the colors of the outside and bringing them in and we also wanted to remain true to Mackinac Island so you'll see some interesting things in the lobby like our front desk is made out of fieldstone that actually came from the island um the tops of the desks are old um bleachers that were here on property used in the 70s and so we've repurposed them and so everything you see from the artwork done by Kristen Hosbein who is a a wonderful Michigan artist is all reflective of things that are of Mackinac Island. Well I love that you've sourced as much of the materials and such from Michigan. I know you've worked with Detroit Denim uh, you were showing us how you, you've used the Grand Rapids Chair Company and, you know, some other, you know, Michigan uh, resources. It's just such a great commitment to the state. It is our core value um, to have Michigan pride. And that means that um, in everything we do on property, we always look to source Michigan first. And that is from everything from architects and suppliers and artists and artists for the boutique, but also for our food. And we have a wonderful farm to ferry program and we source Michigan has fantastic agriculture. And so we source from Northern Michigan and around the state, even in um, for our restaurants. 
Uh, that, that's a cool thing. I love how you say farm to ferry. Most people say farm to table, but you you do have to go from the farm to the ferry to your table. So it's a, a fun thing. Only could be said on Mackinac Island. Uh, and and you have how many restaurants now? Because the new the kind of the new renovations you've made to your, I, I guess it's your main uh, restaurant there with that yep. incredible view. The view is even more incredible now. Yes, yeah, so that's Round Island Kitchen, and that's kind yeah. of the heart of Mission Point. It's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We have two other restaurants, Bistro on the Greens, which is located by our fabulous putt-putt course overlooking the Straits of Mackinac. Um, that's fresco Dining. And then we have uh, Chianti Restaurant, which is um, really um, a destination in and of itself for food lovers. Um, it is a five-course dinner. It is absolutely outstanding, and for so long... Um, Mackinac Island's been known as a fudge destination, and we do love our fudge. Um, but now Mission Point has really put a stake in the in the ground around around being a food destination. And so you'll find just the chefs have done an outstanding job at our, our restaurants. We also have two coffee shops, and we have a Lily's Lemonade stand where we feature um, Frosé all day. And the Frosé is a partnership with Bryce Winery in the state in Traverse City. Again, looking to another Michigan business and another family-owned business, which is so important to us. Yeah, that's a unique partnership. Patrick Bryce and the Bryce Estate folks over in Traverse City area uh, working with you. And th- this Frosé, I always kid with him because it's this really beautiful, uh, kind of a pinkish type of um, uh, wine, uh, icy, you know, kind of frozen thing. So popular. And people are going to be able to find it now at Mission Point Resort. That That's a really cool thing. I, You know, now that we have a small dog that we're traveling with, I, I always like to find out if resorts uh, allow pets on property. Do you have that that uh, option available? We absolutely do. In fact, we're the only resort on the island that does offer pet-friendly rooms. Oh. We also have a package called Pooch at the Point. So um, you can go online to missionpoint.com and you can book a room that has um, that is dog-friendly. It has a Carhartt dog bed for you. Um, and upon your arrival with your, your uh, canine uh, member of the family, We'll get a dog treat for your dog as well. So um, we are very dog friendly. Well, we never used to travel because our our dogs have always been really big. And now we have a 25-pound, very vivacious, interesting dog. And uh, we want to travel with her. So that's fantastic. I am surprised you're the only, you know, major resort on on the island that offers that, though. And... We'll make sure to take note of that. Looking forward to it. So when when we come this summer um, to Mackinac Island, one of the things people always love to do is we call them fudgies for a reason. They they go and try to find you know the best fudge and the fudge that that suits their needs. I know you're not going to take a favorite fudge, but do you guys offer fudge at the at the Mission Point as well? We do. We do offer fudge. Um, we don't make it ourselves because there are some professionals on the island <laughs> that make it better than we possibly could. Yeah. But you are welcome to come to Mission Point and have some fudge. Um, one of the, the things that you're going to also want to do, um, you know, Liz talked about earlier the, the cruise ships that are now coming back to the island after years and years and years of not being around. We now have cruise ships, and there'll be maybe sometimes two cruise ships on the island, maybe even three at times. Uh, it still it kind of adds the coolness factor even to a very very cool island. So you can just sit on that that big, wonderful uh, patch of land, uh, just 
green, beautiful grass, sit in those wonderful white chairs in front of Mission Point Resort, watch those ships come into port and go by as you also watch the freighters. It's such a great, relaxing, wonderful way to spend part of your day. And that's the thing that you have to plan to do when you go to Mackinac Island, especially at Mission Point Resort. Give yourself some time just to relax. Take it all in. Breathe in that wonderful Straits of Mackinac air. You will never regret being there. You will always remember your visit to Mission Point Resort. And Mackinac Island is one of the highlights of your vacation time anywhere, anytime in your life. So I highly recommend you consider the Mission Point Resort on Mackinac Island this season. For more information, the website is missionpoint.com. And uh, just to get on the island, if you've never been there before, there are a couple of ferry services from St. Ignace and from Mackinac City, so it's easy to get there. You're going to love that trip. Website again, missionpoint.com. We're going to check out a new comedy uh, project in Grand Rapids where you can learn to be a comedian. It's coming up next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. As you go around looking for entertainment all around the state, I'm sure you go to festivals and events and maybe you go to Laugh Fest in Grand Rapids, a really cool event uh, for a very good cause. Uh, and, I, and I do love occasionally going to watch comedians at various places. Uh, it's a really fun thing to do. Uh, and, and did you know that there are places, some where not only can you go and see comedians, but you can learn how to be a comedian. It, it's a cool idea. One of them is called The Comedy Project. It's in Grand Rapids. It's relatively new, and we're going to learn about that today. Kristen Hirsch is the private events manager with The Comedy Project in Grand Rapids. Welcome, Kristen. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, I, I tell you, we met uh, when I was asked to come and speak there. Uh, it was kind of a cool venue. You offered not only this opportunity to sit and have the conversation, there was a stage there to present from, and then your group was kind enough to show us how to do a skit and what you sometimes do with other groups or people who come. What a unique place just to have a meeting. But what a unique idea, because you offer this in various ways to people who come there all the time, right? Right. Yeah, we are. We are unique in a lot of ways. We offer a lot of different things. Um, We are a theater. So uh, our primary uh, offering is shows. So we are a sketch and improv theater um, and we don't do much stand up at all. We do have an open mic night on Monday nights. Um, that's kind of open to the public and separate from what our normal programming is. But otherwise, we're only sketch comedy and we're only improv comedy. Uh, And we do our own shows every Friday and Saturday at 8 and 10. Now, you're not a restaurant. You do have a bar there. And and I know you serve a kind of a unique uh, selection of drinks, but I don't remember what they were. Yeah, we have a full bar. And uh, the the thing that we kind of uh, feature is Old Smoky Moonshine ah, out yeah. of Tennessee. Yeah. So we have a lot of different, I think we carry almost everything that they offer that we can get. And we have a ton of different cocktails, but we also have 
draft beers and canned things and anything that you might want, <laughs> wine. Um, and we don't serve food, but we do have a small kitchen and we do kind of like heavy snacks, pizza rolls, soft pretzels, warm cookies, things like that. So, so you yeah. won't be hungry if you don't want to be. <laughs> right. So you, so you have that, that kind of a, a venue and uh, you offer these, these shows uh, often. But the thing that really surprised me is that you have a comedy training center. Explain that. Yeah. So we love comedy. We love doing comedy. And we think that other people will love it, too. Um, So we have a comedy training center. So we have classes and we offer classes in improv, improvisation, um, sketch comedy writing. We offer classes in stand up, even though we don't do a lot of stand up. um, Some of the people who started the comedy project have a stand up background and there's a lot of stand-up in Grand Rapids, so we just want to be a place where people can come and learn how to do that kind of the right way. Um, and our classes are so popular. They they are just a place where people can come, and uh, one of our um, mottos is make friends as an adult, because it really is a place where adults can come and kind of play, and there's not a lot of places where you can really just kind of totally let your guard down and play and be silly and do voices and and learn kind of how to make comedy. And then you what what people go on to do with that um, is, is really up to them. A lot of people will do one class and kind of they got their taste for it. And a lot of people go all the way through. Most of our classes have levels one through four. It, and then, and then there's opportunities beyond that as well. It's, it's so unique. What a unique opportunity! And, and you, know, you think about it. Uh, maybe everybody doesn't want to be a comedian, but let's say you're in business and you do a lot of presentations, like I do. I just I kind of make a lot of jokes and in, in my presentations because it's just part of my personality. I don't even know I'm doing it sometimes. But a lot of people might want to bring that into their. Uh, professional presentations. So I know you you offer this and you also offer like corporate workshop things like we did. Explain how that works. Yeah, absolutely. So that's another kind of big part of what we do is improv is uh, can be used for comedy, but really it's so much of the tenets of improv can be used to help people in their in their everyday lives and especially in business because it's all about really being present um in an improv scene i don't know what the person's going to say it's not scripted and so i have to really be present and i have to be listening to what they say so that i can respond to that and in the moment and we make uh, an improv scene that makes sense and seems you know thoughtful and realistic and so when we translate that into business, um, we can teach people how to use those same principles to really like slow down and listen and uh, kind of assume that the people you're working with have good ideas and how to build upon those ideas. So one of the main tenets that a lot of people have heard is yes and. So yes and has kind of been you know used in different uh, shows and things. Um, and so people are familiar with that, but really it's just this idea that I am going to agree to listen to what you're telling me. That's the yes. And then the, and is I'm going to build on what you said, and then you can build on what I said. And it's a very like collaborative, 
um, exercise that can help people in, in every facet of their life. Well, I was asked to go up on stage uh, for one of those skit exercises, and what I noticed is exactly what you said. I really had to listen. I talk easily. I don't listen easily. So that was a nice lesson for me. But also, I noticed this was a great icebreaker because I didn't know a lot of people there, and I got to know them quickly, and we were engaging together. What a great icebreaker for um, either companies or for groups or you know whatever it has, happens to be. I thought that was a, a great uh, way to, to get to know people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think especially in the more corporate an organization is, the more that uh, that allowance to kind of be silly and fun uh, gets stifled. Mm-hmm. And so we really just uh, we invite people to to do that to kind of let down those guards, um, and and it it kind of humanizes everyone to each other when we do. When we do a group and there's 30 people ranging from, you know, the new intern to the CEO, everybody in that room when we're doing our workshop is on the same level. Mm -hmm. And it allows people to connect in a way that they wouldn't be able to in that corporate environment. It's called The Comedy Project, and it's in Grand Rapids. And Kristen, how did this come about? Did you start like just, just before COVID? So the comedy project was started by Joe Anderson and Ben Wilkie, um, and they had both been comedians in different facets of their life. Uh, uh, Joe toured and Ben did stand-up, kind of touring around the country, and so they came together and opened the comedy project. And um, it opened, it grand opened in January 2020. So if you remember, that was... Uh, not too far hmm. before everything went dark. Yeah. Um, and so we had had kind of a soft open for about a year before that, but a very soft open. Um, and so when we grand opened, that was kind of like we hit the ground running and then everything stopped. And so for the last, you know, couple years now, what was that? My gosh, three mm-hmm. years, we have just been like, kind of slowly bringing it back and it's so nice that now we are finally back to having big full audiences and like I said our classes in our training center we just had nine sold out classes. I'm certainly happy that you came back strong and smiling and making people laugh and teaching people how to make other people laugh as well. It's a cool place, The Comedy Project. The website, thecomedyproject.com and our thanks to Kristen Hirsch for being with us today. And that's all the time we have. We'll talk to you next week on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling.